Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp. I'm here with Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus and Macworld's Michael Simon. We're going to be discussing Apple's rumored AR glasses. What are they? Who's going to use them? Stick around. All right, guys, thank you so much both for calling in and chatting. And I mean, I already said it. What are these rumored AR glasses? Well, first of all, they're going to be called Apple Glass, right? Apple, Mike? Well, I mean, if you, you want think? to believe the the rumor, um, that was actually. I want the, to believe. I do. Want I to mean, I, I, I want. What was perpetrated? I want to believe the name is weird because you know Google had their Google Glass. It was called Google Glass. Would Apple really come out with Apple Glass? That said, it does fit its recent naming scheme, which Apple Watch, Apple TV, like this is how it's moving. We don't do I anymore at Apple. The iPad was the last, I think that was the last one, the last product to, to, to have that I name, but you know, they're not going to get rid of iPhone and iPad, iMac. Those are, those are staples, but going forward, we're not going to see another iProduct. So it will be Apple something. So it's either going to be Apple glass, Apple glasses, Apple spectacles. I doubt they would do that. Oh, no, that's, a I don't, I mean, that's, that's right up there with the Apple monocle, you know, that's <laughs> not, they're not going to be called spectacles. I don't think. I think the Snapchat ones were the Snapchat spectacles, right? They were. Yep. That's yeah. yeah. And we all know how well those sold. <laughs> People right. wanted them for like three days and then you never heard of them ever again. This is not going to be that if Apple does release this product, it will be you know, along the lines of Apple Watch and AirPods, something that will transform the landscape. The question is, are we ready to accept that transformation? I mean, this is a big step. I was, isn't the, oh, go ahead, Juliet. I was wondering the same thing. It seems like, and I think so is the case so often when Apple releases a product, you hear, okay, Apple Glass, is anyone really going to yeah. wear AR glasses? And then they come out and yes, of course, like the Apple Watch. Right. You yeah, know, there I, were, um, yeah, Apple Apple Watch, you know, but there were other watches on the scene. There were other smart watches there. Samsung had the Pebble, of course, was the first, was the person that was the company who really kickstarted all that, literally and figuratively. But this project that's that's rumored and we'll get into what it is in a, in a few minutes it's brand new i mean we've never seen anything like what is being rumored that apple was working on yeah i was just going to jump in and say real quick to, to julia's point earlier about whether or not people would would buy apple glass or whatever it's called or would use them i mean you know to apple's credit and you know and it's something that that gives it a leg up it's got a, a ready-made ecosystem ready to, to try these things. You know, a lot of enthusiastic users. Uh, I think the, the early speculation is that this would be tied to an iPhone yes. the same way that the Apple Watch would be tied was tied to the iPhone initially. And I, you know, I think there'll be a lot of people that will try it. And I think Apple will probably evolve these things over a generation or two as it did with the Apple Watch, mm -hmm. depending on how people use them. You know, whether it's for, whether it's in a, a more enterprise environment for like, training or frontline workers, things like that, or whether it turns out to be more of a consumer play, you know, a lot of it's going to depend on, uh, again, that connection to, do you have to have an iPhone and, and on price, you know, I mean, we, sh we should also note we're basic basing all of this on, uh, speculation and, and, and rumors from people who should be in the know. Um, but you know, it, it, it's never really official until it's official, right, Michael? 
Yeah, I mean, we've been we've heard about this project for a couple of years now. So it's clear that Apple is working on something. Whether or yeah. not it ever sees the light of day is another question because, you know, they work on things. Remember when we were ready for the Apple car like three years ago, like, you know, Tim Cook was going to drive it on the stage when the iPhone, I think the iPhone 10 or 11 came out. So, you know, these things are rumored and these things are definitely being worked on. The Apple glasses project, however, is in my mind, the most logical step for everything that Apple has been doing over the last couple of years. It brings together wearables, AirPods, Apple Watch, iPhone becoming like a real kind of powerful hub of your life. And of course, the AR stuff, which took a huge leap in the last couple of years, most recently with the iPad getting that, that LiDAR sensor. And it's able to really kind of map indoor and outdoor, like almost to, almost to like you know, millimeter precision. And that's what you need. If you're going to be putting on a pair of glasses that puts an overlay in front of you, which is what these things would be, you, it, they need to work. Like, yeah. you know, if, if your Apple Watch is like the first generation Apple Watch, I, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't think you had one, which might have been the first, was I that did. the first Apple? Oh, you did. Okay. I did. Of course I did. But, but you don't have one anymore, which is weird. No, no. So anyway, the first Apple Watch, as you know, was slow, clunky, somewhat unintuitive, but it was good. Yeah. However, it was on your wrist. You didn't have to use it all day long. So you could deal with, you know, apps that took a little while to load and things that didn't work properly. If you're striving on a pair of glasses and you have an overlay in front of your face, you see that all the time. And this thing has to be rock solid. Because if it's buggy, people are not going to, they're not going to use them. It's going to be a, a joke. So, yeah, I mean, it's also, I mean, literally a safety issue. I mean, this is, yeah. you know, in your field of vision. And I mean, obviously, if you're wearing these things and the overlay starts to pixelate or something goes wrong or you're following directions or it just mm -hmm. goes blank, uh, not a big deal. Maybe if you're sitting at a desk, but if you're driving down the highway at 60 or 70 miles an hour trying to follow directions from Apple Maps uh, or maybe asking Siri for directions to beam them to your to your eyeglasses and that doesn't work. I mean, shocking that it might be, uh, you know, then these things are not going to work. It's, it's not going to, you know, it, yeah, it'll it's fail. A, it's an, that's an interesting thought because, the, you know, the, the car, now mm -hmm. your phone has a mode where it shuts off. Do not, do not disturb while driving. Like it shut, you have to use CarPlay or nothing. So maybe Apple would shut it down for safety reasons while you're driving. So, you know, while it develops this system. On the other hand, heads-up displays on cars are a thing. So, you know, it's like higher-end cars, BMWs, Lexuses, I think Lexus, but I know BMW for sure has it. You know, so car manufacturers are experimenting with this thing because it does keep your eyes straight while adding things that distract you. So there's a, there's a lot to figure out here. And Apple has a, it's a, it's a rough, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a long road and it's going to be a bumpy and, and rough road, mostly because no one else has done it. These don't exist. AR glasses of this caliber, this is a true, it would be Apple's foray into something brand new. Smartphones existed. I, tablets existed. Watches existed. I mean, com personal computers existed. Apple isn't usually on the bleeding edge quite like this. So if this does come out in the next six to 12 months, they're going to be the innovators, which you know they do but they're also going to be at the at the front of the pack and there's no one that I can see you know you have magic leap that's a backpack and $3000 you have hololens that's 3500 bucks and is and is marketed to like you know 
frontline workers and, and, and construction projects. This will be a consumer application really bringing AR to the masses in a way that, that it, it hasn't been done at any level. Yeah, you know, I would, I would quibble just a tad with that only in the sense that I think you're right in terms of a mass produced product that uh, would ideally be geared toward a wide range of uses, not just a specific, you know, for de developers to play with like Google Glass or, mm -hmm. you know, a, a completely augmented reality experience. Um, but I mean, there has been a lot of churn over the years, the last five, six, seven years, starting with Google Glass. And, um, you know, you've got HoloLens out there. You've got, as you said, magically, there's been a lot of experimenting that I think Apple can learn from before yeah, it course. rolls out its take on it. So it may be, and it may be that it learns what not to do uh, before it, you know, gets this. We'll see. You know, yeah. I, I am sort of surprised that, uh, uh, I, I think the rumors are, as you said, six to 12 months, maybe even yeah. being announced this fall and the, perhaps the, the out The rumor next that year. I read, that everybody read, um, it's from a, from a guy named John Prosser who has a YouTube channel yeah. called Front Page Tech. And he lately he's been, he, he wasn't an Apple rumors guy until this year, but mm -hmm. he nailed the date of the iPad, the date of the iPhone SE, a bunch of specs on the iPhone 12 that seem to be corroborated now. So he has sources that know what they're talking about. So when he posted this video, everybody went crazy and everybody reported on it because it wasn't just some crazy guy spouting off some stuff. He, he has sources, whether or not these sources are accurate. And he also couches all this by saying, listen, I saw what I saw might not be the final product, but this is what they're working towards. Now, the, the, the question in all of this is, you know, you bring up, you know, HoloLens and all that stuff. I've, I've tried HoloLens. It is not a it's not a consumer product, but it's also not this. So the way he described it, the way Prosser described it is you would put on a pair of glasses, much like these, and it would kind of light up the world around you. you. It wouldn't put a screen in front of your face. You would still look at a building, but it would show you a menu if it was a restaurant or movie listings or whatever have you in front of you, you know, directions, things like this. And it would kind of like map the world around you and you know you can shut it off if you don't want it. You can you can uh, you know use gestures to to move things around, but you would just be walking around, and these things would present themselves to you: landmarks, points of interest, stuff like that. And I mean, Hololens, you need you know specific applications that it does. This is this would just be you know running an app on your phone, and it would beam this stuff to your and you know kind of like augment your reality, which is what this dream has been for a while now. Mm -hmm you know, a, a true augmented reality device. The question I have is, is, is a, just real quick, one question that, uh, before we get leave this, gestures. You know, you got the glass, you've got the glasses on, okay? Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll put the glasses on and I'm seeing something here and I'm doing like this while I'm, you know, walking down the street. Uh, you know, I remember when people first started talking to their phones or talking to their watches or whatever, and that looked kind of bizarre, mm -hmm. uh, you know? You think that's really going to work? I mean, who knows? You know, this is the, 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 it's the million dollar question. I still don't use Siri in public. It's no, just, it's either. not something that I want to do. And I, and some people do, I see some people talking to the phone like this, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it works out. The, 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 the bigger question is, you know, what's the, what's the baseline here? Like how many people need to start, need to use it for it to be something that we're all comfortable with. That's exactly the question that I'm wondering too. I think for something, and 
Mike, I think you mentioned this, like you know, people were wearing watches before the Apple Watch. So switching over, while it may be, you know, slightly different is still a pretty common thing. Yep. And even though plenty of people wear glasses, they aren't wearing AR glasses. So I'm wondering- They, they aren't wearing bit, the same glasses. That's also a really good point. Yeah, I think, yeah, there definitely can't be sort of a one style. I'm sure that would not fly. But I'm wondering a little bit about, first of all, who and how the adoption of this is going to go. I mean, for me, I've used VR headsets before. I've never used an AR headset. But it, this whole thing, this whole idea of having stuff in front of me while I have my glasses on, is the thought of it is kind of giving me a headache. And second of all, I'm wondering what... I mean, you mentioned it a little bit, Mike, you know, you look at a restaurant and there's a menu, you look at a movie theater and there's movie listing, listings. Are there going to be apps here? I just am wondering yeah. what these features are going to be. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good question. And we don't know what the AR, as of now, AR applications are little kind of, kind of somewhat handy tools. You can use Ikea to put a couch in your living room or you can measure stuff. It, the, the, the dream of AR is to be able to look at a sign in another language and have it translate. To look at a, a, you know, a, a movie poster and buy a ticket without you know, going through a menu. Like, you know, to, to really kind of bring the computing experience to just real life where you're, you, know, you, you look at something and it comes to life. That's not gonna happen in the first generation, but, but that's the, the point of why these glasses would exist. Was so all the little things that we do on our iPhone all day long, 60% of those things or 80% of those things are boiled down to look at this thing and have something happen to it. I wonder if they'd be able to use like eye tracking. You know, if you're like, if, yeah. say you've got the glasses with a, a menu that's showing you something, you know, and to, to use cases, it could be something like frontline workers with instructions on how to do something out in the field or some sort of training document or, you know, so that you're learning about whatever your job or task at hand is, if you're thinking about sort of enterprise uses. But I just wonder, you know, given the ability to, to track eye movements, whether you might be able to just sort of look at a spot, you know, on the, on the, uh, the Apple For Glass sure, sure. lens, and that would be how you select whatever task yep. or whatever, you know, you want done with them. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that, that would absolutely have to happen. Like, it, it, it would have to go from this to, you know, just looking at blinking or whatever you would have to do. And, you know, Apple already does some minimal eye tracking with FaceTime and that emoji and stuff like that. So the technology is being developed. And it just needs to all be put together into a package that, you know, A, people want to wear, B, isn't too expensive, and C, does something that solves a problem that we didn't know we have. Right. I'm wondering, and Ken, I'm sure that you will have some insight on this. What are the enterprises, enterprise use cases for something like this? I think consumer, you think, you know, it's I, for the consumer application. I'm thinking, you know, it's an Apple watch. If people want them, they'll definitely get them. And probably once maybe the second or third generation rolls around, people are probably going to be, I mean, it's a new Apple product, right? People are going to be heavily invested, but in enterprise use, I'm wondering, you make some suggestions towards, you know, a frontline worker or someone out in the field. What does that look like well yeah i because i've been trying to think about this you know these these times types of devices at least the way they've evolved over the last well since the iphone is they tend to start out as a consumer e kind of play and then people start bringing them to work and using them in ways that you know maybe help them with their jobs i mean if you're an office worker 
and you need to dig up some information real quick and you can figure out if, if there's a way to do that with the glasses and you're sitting in front of a computer, uh, you know, you'd have to figure out, is it faster to do it using Apple Glass and it would be just to root through a database or, you know, an email. Um, I, I do think it's, it's gonna be a limited number of uses for, for now. Uh, I could see, again, tr training, you know, maybe education. Um, you know, if you're in a classroom and you've got students looking at something and then they could have the glasses, which could be providing more information to them. Um, I do think for frontline workers, since obviously this is sort of a mobile thing, it's going to be tied to your iPhone, which I presume does most of the processing for whatever you're, you know, yeah, looking at. Certainly at the start, to, yeah. Try, you know, it's not really an enterprise use, but it's a, it's a business use. Truck drivers, you know, um, Uber drivers. Uh, you just think of people who would need to have information in front of them, again, sort of on the go and mobile or in places where they can't dig through a library or, you know, get a computer out and do something. Um, a lot of it's going to depend on you know, if there are apps, if there are other features, if at some point these things can be separated from, uh, uh, from an iPhone so that they work on their own. That would also give them, I think, you know, some broader reach than just tying it to the Apple ecosystem uh i don't know mike michael you think of any anything else enterprisey that uh that i might have missed i mean i i think the big thing here is that there's so many applications that we haven't thought of there was a time when the iphone or any smartphone wasn't really an enterprise thing either and you know as they developed as as apps were thing as as, as they became more powerful they became a part of our lives in, in the sense that our pcs now are secondary I can do most of my work. I could do a whole day's work on my iPhone if I have to. So I think that, you know, th there are probably dozens of applications that we haven't even thought of. You know, restaurant menus are probably like, that's going to at some point seem like those iBeer apps back in the day when you used to tilt your phone and see the, the liquid change. <laughs> like, it's going to be like, well, that, well that, that's just rudimentary. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a whole world of application here. Like, you know, look at, to, to bring it to a to a, a cultural level look at like iron man when he puts on his helmet he he everything around him is, is enhanced you look at a person and you get information about them you look at a building and you know you know it, it, it maps it out and, and 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 3d maps it and you can see what's inside of it how many floors you know there are a million ways that this could be completely applicable to to businesses to people to to kids to whoever and, you know, the first generation is not going to do that. It's going to be a very expensive thing that does a couple of things and people ooh and ah over. In three years, assuming these, you know, are coming out soon, by 2025, you know, they could be what we use most of the day to just to, to kind of, you know, or it could be how we perceive our reality going forward. Yeah, I also wonder too, don't you think it, that these have uh, potential... Um, Entertainment value. I mean, of course, suppose yeah. you could, I mean, if you think about going to the movie and you've got a huge screen that's 50 feet in front of you, you know, a small screen, an inch in front of your eyes could be pretty immersive for, sure. for like content consumption. If you want to get into yeah, that a VR, those VR goggles yeah. do it, you know, you can get, you can, you know, like put this, it's so close to your face where it looks like you're in a scene. And yeah. it, sure. I mean, that could, I don't think that's the first use case for it. 
I don't think Apple's going to no, necessarily no. market it as an entertainment device. I think it's more of a utilitarian device. But yeah, sure. There's a lot of games. Like, you can imagine walking around the world and, and Mario's running through the streets or something like that. Like, <laughs> there's tons of stuff that you could do. Yeah, if or, it's or even right. while you're driving down the highway at 80 miles an hour. And, and look at, look at Pokemon Go. Look how, go wrong. How, that that the uh, Pokemon Go game was it was it sensa- it's a sensation because it took what was in your Nintendo 3DS and brought it into the world r- real world on a very very rudimentary level. You held up your phone and you saw your background and a little Pikachu was 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 running around. Imagine that, but on like a, a scale where you don't even notice that that there's anything between you and the and the digital and the and the real world. I, I'm very excited. I really hope that this actually turns out. <laughs> you've to be already, true. you've already put. That I know. Yeah. I'm ready to buy. How, where do I, where do I put my money down? I'm ready to go. Well, I, I've always, as I mean, I have said this long, for many years. If, if you could figure out some way to jack the internet directly into my brain, so that I had ready access to any fact at any time, anywhere, I would like that. This, this may be the closest, you know, the closest we'll get to it for a while. My, my biggest stumbling block is, you know, when I buy glasses. It's it's not a easy purchase. I look at <laughs> I look at lots of them. I make sure that they're unique, that they fit me well. That you know, it's a it's a process. I don't know if I want to be wearing the same glasses as everybody else. No offense to you guys. Fair enough, but you know, we got different styles. It's okay. I, well, I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they can't so just if they offer. come out with one or two, maybe. Like the Apple Watch, there's a couple different vibes, but everyone you 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 wearing the same. Well, this isn't one, but you're you're wearing the same watch as everybody else. It's a square watch with a different color band. That's yeah. you know. So what 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 would they have to do to make these glasses unique enough to, you know, to have different to to, to not know look at someone and say, oh, those are Apple glasses. Apple glass, sorry. Yeah, like ch- changeable. Um, frames maybe maybe yeah yeah like like my band i can change my band around i yeah, can change, change my frames the, pop the out the arms lenses of it. yeah you could have tortoiseshell versus uh you know <laughs> clear versus black versus uh you know classic 50s look uh versus wireframe versus you know think of, think of the customization options yeah well the, but i mean are they going to do all that is it, it, it I, probably not at the start no but going forward would they have 20 different styles of, of apple glass I don't know. Right. The other thing is what, you know, the prescription thing, because I wear a prescription and and you two both do as well. And, you know, so you first, first of all, you have to put the prescription into it, which costs money. Secondly, you know, you got to convince someone who wears contacts that now you're going to be wearing glasses again. That's me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Me too. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I, I actually. Or maybe, maybe they make a, reading. maybe they make an Apple, Apple contact. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Directly into the eye. eye. I think that might be where I draw the mirror. line. <laughs> this is Black Mirror territory now. <laughs> I mean, if they could put it into a, into a glass, you know, ten years from now, I'm sure they can shrink it down and just pop it in your eye. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the eye eye. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well. Six to 12 months, we'll wait and see on the Apple glasses and the, you know, the Apple contacts. Yeah, maybe that's a 10-year plan for them. <laughs> well, thank you guys so yeah. much for calling in, chatting all things Apple glass. Yeah, Apple glass, it, it, it can't be the eyeglass. That's too easy. No, yeah, I don't think they would go there again. The monocle, Steve, the Steve Jobs would have, would have done that and somehow made it cool. I don't think Tim Cook could do that. <laughs> no. it, would be, it would be the butt of jokes forever. Stick to the basics. <laughs> 
All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you hit the notification bell, you'll be notified every time we post a new video. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions about the Apple Glass, Apple Glasses, would you wear these? Would you buy the first generation? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks again for watching, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.